0: What's up, babes? Happy Women's History Month to all the women in this world. It's a glorious morning, a day that we will never see again in this lifetime. So let's take the time to enjoy life while we can. I'm your girl, Nick Austin, and this is Koro is a Crush. Good morning, good morning to everyone. I'm Neek Austin, the CEO and founder of Coro, an affordable luxury online brand of beauty, wellness, and design that focuses on the power of self-care through fashion, beauty, and faith, but on your terms. Welcome to another episode of Coro is a Crush. Today, we're going to talk about something that I stand by and is my mantra for my business. Believe in the power of self-care. When dealing with mental health issues and the stresses of running a business, it's important to always try to find a balance between your personal life and family or friends. While it can be hard sometimes, keeping that balance is the key to staying happy and successful. Becoming a successful entrepreneur doesn't have to mean you have to sacrifice your personal life, family, or health, so here are some tips on how to balance it all. Number one, shut down your computer. It is imperative that you have to shut down your computer. The reason why I say that is because when you're on your computer, as many times as I am, as well as my guests, we are always looking at social media, emails, the website, the different platforms that we may be on to sell our products. Our eyes get tired, I know for me, my eyes get tired, I can't function, I fall asleep at the computer. So for me, in order for me to unwire myself, you got to learn how to shut down your computer. Number two, when the kids come home from school, help the kids with their homework. What it does is it helps you, you know, pull yourself away from your work to give your attention off to your children because your children can get neglected with you working all the time and not giving them the attention that they need. And number three, exercise, 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 exercise. I stand by that because I am a health nut. And if you know me on Instagram, I'm always talking about how I had my weight loss surgery back in December, 2020, and I am a big time health nut. I can't call myself a health guru yet. I'm almost there. (laughs) But the fact that I keep talking about exercise is because exercise actually releases your mind from the day-to-day stresses that goes on in the mind of an entrepreneur. And therefore, when you exercise, whether it's yoga, take a walk, whether you're running, or you go to the gym or you exercise in your home, it helps you de-stress all of the things that are going on in your world at that moment, and it actually brings a lot of mental clarity to your mindset, so it's really, really helpful that you exercise. Now, with that being said, I'm so excited on today because I have a guest host who is an inspiration to our community. In our fifth and final part of the Just Women series for Women's History Month, woo I have a guest who is considered herself to have the number one cosmetics and skincare brand in the land. So I bring to you, please welcome Mrs. Akola, I hope I pronounced that right, Akola Edwards from Belle Lauren Cosmetics. Good morning, love, how are you? good morning how are you i am blessed and highly favored how you doing i'm
1: the same blessed and highly
0: favored (laughs) thank you so much for joining my podcast coro is a crush which is featured every wednesday at 12 noon eastern standard time we are at the end of the month for having me i greatly appreciate you telling me yes and just willing to take that risk to join me on the podcast (laughs) March has been one crazy month, but it's been a good month because we have set a lot of records this month as women in general, not just women of color, but women all together. You know, we have the um, Supreme Court judge nominee. She is an African-American getting ready to take her place. Hopefully, hopefully, getting ready to take her place as the next Supreme um, Court judge, you know, for, in D.C. So... We have been doing very well, but we also need to talk about being a business owner and the mental capacity that it takes, you know, the toll that it takes on our mindsets, as well as learning how to balance. How do we balance that work and family? You know, how do we separate ourselves from the food. So one thing I'm actually gonna ask you, um, I want you to introduce yourself, tell me your brand, and what's a fun fact about you that you want people to know that nobody knows
1: um okay I am the owner first off my name is Ecola Edwards I'm the owner of Bell Loren Cosmetics and um one fun fact that no one really knows about me is that um, even though deceased, I am a twin
0: oh wow that is awesome macadoluses to your brother, but that is so dope. That is cool. I wish I had a twin. Then again, no, I don't. <laughs> no, I don't. No, I, let me retract that statement. No, I don't. <laughs> yes. I'm an only child for my mother. That was good enough. Oh, bless you. <laughs> I'm a baby <lady>, girl. <laughs> I think one of me is enough. <laughs> <laughs> that is cool. That is cool. So, um, elaborate. Tell me more about your business.
1: Um, and Wren, um, uh, when I first started off, I was just focused on skincare, but I wasn't too happy with that because, um, I love more than just, you know, making sure your skin and everything is healthy. I love, I love makeup. Uh, I love cosmetics. Like the latest trends. Might not be as good as putting it on myself, but I just love, you know, how you can just change your looks and it makes you feel good about yourself. And it's, Also, part of something that um, when I was diagnosed with my uh, mental health issue, my doctor was like, well, find something you love to do. And I really contemplated and thought about, well, what do I love? Because, like, when I was younger, I loved makeup so much. I used to get in trouble stealing my sister makeup, my mama makeup. I used to get in trouble. You know, I learned in early age trying try to put on lashes and stuff. <laughs> uh, I just really not and I thought, I said, well, okay, I, I think I can do this, you know? And I really try to put my party and soul into everything that I get. I, I, I really, I'd be up way late in the hours and night like, hustling, be crazy, like, why you not bad? I'm looking to see what's new, what's trendy, what I can do. to try
0: to just get my brand out there as much as possible. Cool, 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 things. I understand. Let me see. When I first wore makeup, I was 16. And the only reason why my mother had to allow me to wear makeup was because I was a cheerleader in high school. One of the requirements, I had to wear makeup. Yeah, but that was the only reason why I could wear makeup at a very young age. Yes, I used to play in my mom's makeup as well. I am a makeup fanatic. I do agree with you. I love to change. I do. Um, it's just such a great feeling when you can look one way and look a you know different way. My husband always tells me, you know, makeup surely can change a female. I said, sure can. <laughs> One minute you looking like a mud duck, and the next minute you looking like um, Betty Boop. Sure can. <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with it. It, Only it just to... really builds your confidence, you know. It's like cold. you
1: could be feeling so
0: bad, but once you beat that face right, you be like, "Ow!" Oh. Ain't nobody tell you nothing. Ain't nobody telling you that you don't look do good. Not at all. And the lashes though, I love my lashes. Mm-hmm. I love my lashes. I sell lashes in my store as well, and. Uh, I just love everything about beauty. And that's the reason why I got involved in my business. And my my, uh, my slogan is fashion, beauty, and faith. So I can totally relate to the fact that you love that makeup. I sure can.
1: So. <laughs> <Love it>. um, <laughs>
0: So, um, let's see. You answered one of my questions already. How did you get into your career? So, you already told me. And um, we're going to delve more into the aspect of your doctor telling you, find something that you love to do. So, um, as far as mental um, health goes, if you don't mind me asking, what is it that you are currently diagnosed with? I'm diagnosed
1: with chronic depression, and I have a taste of anxiety also. Um, My depression came about uh, from my health issues. Um, I don't have a problem telling that either. um, When I was pregnant with my daughter, I developed uh, blood clot issues. Um, Also leading to me having protein S deficiency, that's white blood cells. Okay. I have a low count of that, and then recently finding out that I'm diabetic. Um, so all that just played a toll into me, and I just really got depressed. I got overwhelmed. Um, I had a previous this is before Bella Red, I just shut it down. I, I I literally checked out of life. My husband was like, "Something is wrong. Right. You right. need to go see the doctor." Like I wasn't myself. I I just shut out. Like really bad, and then that's when I was told, well, and I did a, a lot of screenings and tests, and come to find out I really had depression really bad, so, you know, where I needed to take medication for it.
0: Hmm. Mm. And, um, have you overcame that to where you, you know, where you are able to manage it now much better than oh, before?
1: Yes, most definitely.
0: Um, I, yeah, yeah. I'm more
1: energetic i'm almost back to feeling like myself i learned how to cope with you know all my health issues um i did have to take the seat back at working and that's that was hard too you know right. my mom raised me to be independent you don't need no man type of woman you know <laughs> so mama i'm very been. independent i like right. to make my own money by any means i don't want a man to take care of me so hey. Having to just take that seat this year, like alone and let my husband be the breadwinner. That was tough. So that's when Bellarine starts stirring. (laughs) I gotta do something. Right, right. And that's when I told you my doctor was like, find something that's going to make you happy. And it really has become my baby almost. Like, Bellerin is my baby. Like, every time you see me you know, on the phone, I'm, I, I'm doing this, that, and, third, and you're like, what are you doing now? Oh, I'm making
0: some lip gloss! Exactly! <laughs> I'm doing something
1: with it, you know, just to keep my mind. And it, it really helps me. Like, I have my days when I just feel bad. Now I'll just get up here and just start making lip gloss. And it's taking my mind off of wanting to feel depressed and down. Mm-hmm. And a lot of my inspiration has come for those days when I feel like I'm depressed and I just want to check out from reality again and stuff like that. So that's my come to help me. Okay,
0: okay, I definitely can relate to that because back in Jan, not January, back in July of last year, I did a, uh, I did oh shoot, what is it? I did a vendor show, and I've been doing vendor shows for the last six years. I did a vendor show. And it was within my community, culture. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what happened that day, but all I know is that everybody made a sale except me. And that broke my heart. And the only reason why I know everybody made a sale because I bought from everybody that was there. <laughs> so with that entails, I was very depressed. Did not want to fill any orders. Did not want to uh, get on social media. Didn't want to do much of nothing. And that lasted for a long, long time. Like the rest of 2021. So I understand. I'm just getting back on my feet as of January of this year. Like right around my birthday was when it really hit me that I need to You know, continue this mission that God has for for me, and I'm like, dude, I can't get myself out of this funk. And it wasn't until I met with Miss Sonya from Black Storehouse One Two Three. Yes, love her. Yes, and when I had my thirty minute brand session with her. That 30 minute brand session turned into a 45 minute brand session. And we didn't even talk about my brand. We talked about what is wrong with you and you need to get back out here and make do these orders and make these sales and then keep inspiring people. And because of her, even my therapist couldn't do it. Because of her, I was able to get back to where I am now. So I, I played for a while. I yes, so definitely I relate. I can relate. I understand, and I'm sure a lot of y'all business owners out there can relate as well. You can't tell me that you ain't never experienced a time where you worked in your business that you didn't catch burnout, or that you overworked, or that so many orders came in that you thanked God for it, but then it became from uh, it became an overwhelming experience, something that you never experienced before. So you got scared. You know, things like that can happen to us business owners. I wish more customers would understand that. Mm-hmm. Because it does fall onto them where it, they, their order becomes the back burner. We'd have no intention of it being on the back burner, but it happens because we are trying to deal with ourselves. So I understand. We are human beings. <laughs> <laughs> I wish they understand that and no, we don't operate like Amazon. Thank you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so I get it. I do. So um my next question for you is this. What has been your biggest lesson in learning how to balance your time? And what have you learned about yourself since you became a business owner?
1: Definitely mama needs a break. <laughs> 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 I will do for everyone else but me all the time till I burn myself out. I have learned to, okay, Sunday, I'm not doing nothing. I'm not, I'm not thinking about Bella That's time for me that's time for my children that's time for my husband so he can shut up by not spending no time together <laughs> that's time for everybody that's on my attention and then i'm gonna get my little piece when i close that door right. don't bother me i'm watching tv i'm doing everything that i haven't been able to chance to do throughout the week and sometimes i even while i'm here by myself i don't start to late dealing with stuff because i'm taking that time for myself to get my mental right because mm-hmm. I have the balance being a mom, being a wife, and being a business owner, and all that sometimes can get overwhelming to the point where I used to just get get to eat. I'd be like, Did I eat today? Dang, I'm starving.
0: I do the same thing. You really have to learn that, you know,
1: like you as a business owner, you want your brand to just stand out and if nothing's perfect, but you want it to be close to perfect, like you're putting all your effort into everything, packaging, trying to make sure it looks right and oh, I want this to be like this and you're steady trying to. Rebrand brand over and over and over. Yes. To, you know, it's just like you gonna burn yourself out. Take some time, step away from it. Pause, break. <laughs> put it down. Put the computer down. Put the Come phone on. down.
0: That's hard. That is
1: hard. It is hard. Trust me. Like, I went out on a lunch day with my husband, and I'm still. And he's like, I thought this was our time. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm gonna put the phone down. <laughs>
0: My husband do me the same way when we go out on Did You know, you're like, I'm so used to posting
1: consistently, like, I ain't here to post yet. And I'm trying to speak that posting, and he like, nope, you said this was our time.
0: That's right. Our husbands will hold us accountable when we can't hold ourselves accountable. So, Definitely. close to our My biggest supporter, but he will hold me accountable when I promise right. him that time. <laughs> yes, kudos to our husbands for holding us accountable in our businesses when... We put our all into our business and we forget ourselves. That's yeah, why I preach so much about learning how to put ourselves first and that's what my business is built on. That's why I said believe in the power of self-care. You got to learn how to put yourself first because if you don't put yourself first nobody else is going to be able to take care of you and you cannot take care of anybody else. That's why my book I Choose Me, that's why I wrote it. <laughs> that's it. I wrote that book, they, you know, not based on my life, but I wrote that book based on just, not just me, but other women I have associated myself with that I have talked to, different things I have went through, different things I've heard y'all talk about on Instagram. And I hope you get a copy of my book. <laughs> Definitely, we're trying to get one soon. Yes, because I, I start my 30-day um, challenge on April the 1st, which... It's Friday. It's called the I Choose Me 30 Day Challenge. And every day I'm going to go live for like 15-30 minutes and we're going to talk about every single day what it is that I thought about when I was writing it. And I'm going to go a little bit further in what I didn't say in the book. This is what I really mean. And I'm gonna be not brutally honest, but I'm gonna give you the truth the way I'm the way I'm gonna give it to you. So yeah. Nice. yeah so even if you don't get the chance to get the book to do the activities at least be there for the live you know for the live session oh definitely oh definitely now i'm actually going to go live 30 days jesus 30 days okay 30 days, <laughs> 30 <laughs> All 30 right. days every day oh lord <laughs> All right. We're going to get it done. We're going to get it done. But yes, I do agree with you. Um, For business owners, we definitely need to learn how to put it down for a while. It's okay to stop the hustle. The money is going to be there. It is. Customers are going to be there. And if they're not going to be there, then they won't mentor you anyway. Right. They're not the loyalty brand. They're not the loyalty that you're trying to put into your brand to make your brand grow and work and become big time like all these other brands. Because that's all we're trying to do. We're trying to get our brand to that level of where everybody else is at. And we are all going to get there. We are all going to get there. I believe it. I manifest it. I affirm it. I pray over it every day. We're going to get there. Amen. (laughs) Absolutely. Amen. (laughs) Was David. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So, my next question for you is this How are you dealing with work and family stress during the pandemic? Oh my goodness,
1: that was so hard. Um, and around the pandemic, that's when I stopped my other business. No lie, um, I had a clothing business. I mean, I was doing really, 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 really well. I, I practically got sales every day, it was you know consistent income but like I said I burnt myself out and then I had all these things happening with myself because I wasn't taking care of myself wasn't exercising I wasn't doing nothing mm-hmm. you know and trying to work at times I was working in uh, a little bit because my husband wasn't working he had gotten shut down for the pandemic so he was stressed out right. Right. <laughs> so it, it was really hard trying to juggle everything uh wrong intended because I was the breadwinner at that time and trying to have a business and trying to be mom and trying to have time for myself and it, it just all wasn't balancing right and like I said that's when I really checked out that pandemic really played a toll on me uh physically emotionally mentally in every way possible okay. um and then I, you know, have to be really cautious because I was working in the hospital at the time I was a, a CNA. So, of course, I'm around people with the virus and stuff like that, trying not to bring that home to the kids and to myself, you know, knowing right. I'm high risk to get this stuff. So, like, it's just, it was just really hard to uh, balance that all. I mean, I love what I do because I love working, um, I mostly work with the elderly, I love working They tell you so many good (laughs) stories I love the elderly I love it it. I've been doing that for so many years um, that it just really became a passion also of mine Um, but I just really had to step away from all that because it wasn't doing me any good
0: oh I'm so sorry to hear that You you it's
1: It's hard too
0: you know I'd be really wanting to go back to it but I know I can't (laughs) Yeah, because now you have dedicated your life to your business Yeah, and trying to gain that entrepreneurship of being independent and working for yourself. And it is hard trying to go back into that mode of saying, well, I don't want to go back to work, but now I have to go back to work. I made a vow yeah. that I was never stepping my foot back in the workplace. I have been an entrepreneur since 2017. I'm actually coming up on five years of being an entrepreneur next month. So I'm like, nope. Not an option.
1: Now I don't miss the weekends trying to have to work with somebody weekends. Right.
0: <laughs> nah, I don't miss So
1: you clock in and when you want to.
0: Right. That's the part I like being as an entrepreneur. I can get up when I want to, I can clock in when I want to. but Right. Then- we also have to remember, we got customers. Yeah. Our customers now hold us accountable. Even though we are the boss, our customers now hold us accountable. So we have to set schedules. And so the hardest part for me was actually setting a schedule. So I have a schedule where I work Tuesday through Saturday. I don't work Sundays, I don't work Mondays at all. So those are my yeah. days that I spend time with my family. Monday, is all about me. And that's how I, that's how I do. it. Do you have a schedule set in your business as well, or? Yeah, I like I, I try to take
1: time Monday through Friday uh, with working. Um, I don't really like to post no more on the weekend or, or do anything on the weekend because that's family time for me. Um, Time with my kids, and you know, I just chill out for myself and just get things back together. And then even through Monday to Friday, I'm shutting down at a certain time. And like once my kids get home, it's all about them. Okay. I, I learned. I really had to learn how to do that because I have to help my uh, young kids with their homework and their lessons and stuff like that. And my husband, he's just coming in, so he's tired. So somebody got to do it. <laughs> right, right, right. So I, you know, I just try to. Okay, after what, four o'clock, five o'clock sometimes, that's every bell ring. You know? Whatever order hours I can, I'll get, I'll in the morning time, the next business day. Questions and whatever else I get, emails that'll be answered the next business day. It's hard, you wanna do it, you know, this right, like, um, you no. Know, take that break, go do what you need to do for yourself and for your family. And, um, that's what I've been really doing
0: now. Okay. Okay, sounds good, sounds good. Okay, so my next question for you is this. What is your biggest motivation while working? My kids.
1: Definitely my kids. Uh I, as a matter of fact, I told my daughter this um, a couple of days ago. She don't like me to talk about, you know, being sick and stuff like that. I said, I really want these stuff to leave be fucking behind y'all. I don't want y'all to struggle like I had to. Coming up, it wasn't easy. I mean, I started taking care of myself at 17, and I've been on the go since. And I don't want y'all to have to. I want you to know how to earn the value of a dollar and everything like that, but I don't want you to have to struggle. And how they're making things now is going to be harder and harder for the kids that we're raising to be successful in life. And I want to leave something. I even try to pull her in sometimes. Like, girl, look, this is how you do this and that. I'm trying to get her in that mind frame of wanting to, own our own business. I try to get all my kids to try to learn how to be dependent. Right. You know, and that's just my
0: biggest thing, leaving something behind for them. I understand. I'm doing the same thing with my children. My son, he works for me. My Actually, my first employee was my son. Okay. Actually, let me take that a step back. So when I created Coro which God gave me the idea. But when I created Coro, I went to my husband and I said, I need you to be a silent partner. And my husband and my son, they are my silent partners. And mind you, keep in mind, my son is 14.
1: Mm-hmm. My
0: husband said, how much do you need? So he invested a large amount of into my business to get it off the ground. And my son came out the room and he said, mom, what, what's dad doing? And I said, he's giving me some money so I can purchase these items for my business. And he looked around and he said, what are you trying to do? And I told him, and he said, um, do you need any money? And I said, no, not from you. You <laughs> <laughs> are your own money. You keep your money. He said, no, mom, you helped me when I was coming up. It is time for me to help you i said jay but you're 14. he said i don't care no he was 13 at the time he said i don't care how much do you need i don't need nothing he said well let me go get my wallet and i'm looking at him like fool i told you not to give me no money but if you give it to me i ain't gonna turn it down (laughs) so he went in the room he came out and he said mom i'm gonna put 20 dollars to your business Oh. And so I said, are you sure? He said, yeah, I'm investing in your business, $20. I don't want it back. So my husband and my son, they are my silent partners. He became a silent partner. And then when I started making the money and started seeing it, I said, "Uh, Jay, do you want to work for mommy and learn the business? I said, "Um, eventually when I get older, I'm gonna have to pass this down to you or Rena. And he said, I'll take it mom. I learned the business. So my my son became my first employee. Then my husband came on board as my second employee. But that darn daughter of mine, she's going to join my business. I'm mad <laughs> about that because she is the generation yeah. that my products are attractive. You see what I'm saying? So right. I'm like, you can tell me how to do this, which I do on social media. It'd be, you, you in high school. You can put my business cards out the Right. right. I don't want to do all of that yet. I said, see, you know what the problem is? You you don't see money yet. When you, that's the problem. When you are not add money money. Before, right, but when that money start kicking in, that's when you're going to want to be a part of my business. And I told her, Koro will be known across the world. Okay. Believe me when I tell you that. We are now a year and a couple of months in. Koro is halfway around this world. So do you think I'm playing? I will conquer the world. <laughs> And you uh-huh. won't be begging for a job. <laughs> so now that she's getting older, we had a conversation about it. And um that's when she said, Well, when I'm finished with all my credits in high school, can I come work for you? Sure. The doors of Coro are always open. <laughs> we'll say it like they say it in church. The doors of the church are always open. Please, yeah, come on there so that's why i tell my children so my son he um uh, he definitely is a valued asset to my business just like your children are and i'm grateful that our kids actually want to get to know you know about being independent this generation they want to learn about that independence so i'm grateful that our kids definitely want to take on what we do that means that as moms we're doing our part we're doing what we're supposed to do We are living the life that our children want to live as far as being a business owner and the fact that we are women doing this. You know, majority of these women, it's like, I think it's statistics say it's like 55% of the population of women are now business owners since the pandemic started. So for us coming up in the world, especially us women of color, showing our daughters and our sons that you don't have to work for anybody. You can be your own person. You can work for yourself. This can happen. It is possible. Mm -hmm. It's a good thing for this generation because this generation, they want the independence. They want the independence, but they have to learn how to work for it. And with us teaching them that, they will learn. All they got to do is pay attention. Right. I understand when you're saying that you want to leave your business, you know, you want to leave all of this for your children so they can take it on and carry on the name of Loren. I get it. I get it. I get it. I definitely do. You know, they're, they're making it
1: harder and harder for us already. Yes, they so are. By the time they get out uh, from high school and stuff, they're going to want that job. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> Oh, Almost yeah. That job. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I'm trying to get my daughter to be like one of my little faces of Bella No, nah, I don't want to do she it. Now she's she starting to like, laugh. so I can take picture. you wearing my lashes? <laughs> she's like, no, nah, I don't want do to she don't want it. She loves money,
0: so she don't want it. Hello. <laughs> Hello. My daughter loves money, too. So what my daughter does is um, she wears my press on nails, man. It took her a year, but she now wears my press on nails. And it's she don't promote me, Jesus. She really don't. I mean, but she wears my products, but she won't promote it. And I'm like, right, Rena, come on. Get them girls at your school to buy my stuff. I don't know how to talk to them, girl. I'm bye. <laughs> that sound like my <laughs> girl, bad, girl, bye. But I tell them straight up, um, when my business start making that real good, good, don't have your hand out. Nah. <laughs> don't have your hand out. I mean every word of it. Don't put your hand out there. Because you could have got in on this a long time ago. Right. Just because we are not big-time people like Louis Vuitton and Chanel and Michael Kors and Fenty and all of these other big-time corporations and brands, they all started off small, too. Yeah. Apple, Walmart, they were all started in the garages. They had to start smaller where they at. Amazon was a bookstore before it became yeah. the global brand that it is today. Apple was created in a garage before it became the brand that it is today. Everybody has to start small. That's why we're called small businesses. Some of us remain small. So we get to that point where now we are, you know, where they are in the big leagues. And I'm trying to get to the big leagues. Where are you trying to get to? I definitely want to get to the big leagues, but I want to be still hands on with a lot of
1: my things. And you know, like, a lot of these big businesses once they get big they just leave it to the manufacturers and stuff like that i still want to add that personalization from myself
0: that's right that's right that's why i say to myself um when i really get to start hiring employees and start really creating the divisions and passing off my divisions that i've created in my brand right now to other people I Mm -hmm. still want to be hands-on. I still want to do my press-on nails because those designs that I create, uh, they tell a story. Yeah, that's your gift from God. Right. Each each nail design that y'all see on Instagram has a backstory to it. (laughs) And I still want it to be that way. I can't see myself giving up my nails to somebody else to create and... Not only do I not approve it, but it doesn't mean anything to me. It doesn't connect with me. So I'd rather still remain hands on with that. Everything else? Yeah, y'all can pick that. The nails, leave me with that. That's mine, that's mine. So I understand when you do your lip glosses and all your other stuff, that's yours. You created that, you formulated that. You was the one that was buying the ingredients and putting the ingredients together and making those mixtures and making sure that the formula turned out the way that it's supposed to be for the um, lip glosses to move in the manner that it is now moving. Yeah, you want that control. And I see so many people that just lose it. And pay it on somebody else. And
1: honestly, when I make my stuff, I mean, I I have something that I made almost a month ago. I'll sit on it for a little while and be like, do I want to offer this? You know, And I'll test it out. See how it looks on me or my sisters that's my biggest guinea pig <laughs> how did it feel did it feel good right. how long did it last you know i'm testing you know before i go like a yeah, body absolutely if i can't say that if physically works for me
0: then i'm not gonna offer it to you i'm not gonna offer you anything that's right that's right I'm. Um, that's actually how i learned how to run my business effectively as, with, as it is now i mean you know with us being business owners there's never enough to, for us to learn we constantly yes. have to learn how to grow this business and even when we become big we still got a lot of learning to do to even yes. become more successful so i get it when i was doing when i first started these press on nails i was testing with everybody that was in my family from the most feminine person to the most rough person and <laughs> Just trying different nail glues to see how long can my press-on nails actually last on people. And I did that research for three months before I started my business. Okay. So with that entail, now I have the nail glues that actually work with my press-on nails. And even though they are from the actual store, eventually I'm going to create my own mixture. Okay. I have my own nail glue by rope. And this is the nail glue that's going to work. So research is very, very, very important. I didn't learn that when I was when I had my other businesses that failed, but I learned this. and I tell people, it's okay if your business does not work out the first time. You're going to go through the rebranding. You're going to go through the changing of names, the changing of the colors. You're changing in and out of your products. My husband is going through that now with his business. And so I, I told him, you know, it is okay that we're not selling these products anymore. You're getting ready to sell something else that people are actually going to pay attention to. And that's always a good thing. That's never a bad thing. That's always a good thing. It no. is.
1: I know, I want people to realize too as business owners, you're not going to always just get sales right off. I had to learn that myself. Right. It got me depressed like, oh my God, I'm not getting no sales. Everybody else gets sales. I got it. Stuff, probably better than they stuff. You know, that's like how <laughs> you're thinking like, they buy that but well, they can't buy my stuff. Like, I, I literally sense. started getting sales. After I had been in business almost for four months, I had invested so much money and then I rebranded. And then when I rebranded, that's when all my blessings start flowing. Right. You know, I have to really get out of myself way and be like, okay, well, if it's for me, it's going to be for me. And I'm still going to put it out there. I'm not going to quit because I'm not getting no sales. And that's when all my, my blessings start coming in with sales and stuff like that, so... Anybody
0: that's getting ready to start a business and you're not seeing sales, don't get discouraged. Just, just keep going. You literally just knocked out two of my questions. Thank you. <laughs> you knocked out two of my questions just by saying that. we dropping gems on this podcast um, episode for today. So is it the average that when we are business owners that it takes us four months? Because it took me four months as well. I started my business in December, 2020, I really didn't see sales until the end of March, 2021. And my first sale was a bottle of nail glue. But it was still a sale. That's what my daughter told me. I was mad as hell because I couldn't move these nails the way I wanted these nails to move. And I told my daughter, damn it, these nails ain't moving like I wanted them. And she said, even though You making sales with nail glue, you got to remember, it's still a sale. You're still making money. And I said, now look at you being the counselor. (laughs) That's your profession when you get older. Maybe that's what God wants you to do. He wants you to be a counselor instead of being a doctor. But that's okay, because we still working on you. you. So when she told me that, I said, "Um, you know what? I get it. It's all good. So no, we can't be upset that we don't see sales. You can't get upset when you don't make that viral on TikTok or you don't make that viral on Instagram. You've got to understand that, yes, you're going to lose a lot of money. The average business, within the first three to five years of that business, you're not going to see profit. You might as well go on and get accustomed to it and get adjusted. Yep. You're not going to see the profit like you want to. It's going to come in. But what people don't realize, and I'm actually realizing this now, I'm learning it now, is that... Your profit is actually the money that you save. Mm-hmm. If you save money from your business every time you, you know, you get your money um, payout, that is your profit that you're gonna pull to five. And I had to learn that the hard way. And I'm actually just learning that now. And I can actually see now this bank account is now growing the way it needs to versus how it was growing. And no, I wasn't taking the money, blowing it on buying clothes or shoes or nothing like that, even though I could have. No, mm-hmm. my money went back into my business. Right.
1: That's where a lot of businesses fail. They don't invest back into the
0: business. Just because you're starting to see that profit, you have to save that and start investing back into your business. Right. And that's what I did. My money goes back into my business. And I mean, like, when I was working, I was with Paparazzi before I started Colo. And they taught us how to invest back into our business so i take the rule that they have the 45 what is it? What is the 45 55 rule? and that's how i utilize um my investments back into my business the other part of that goes into my pocket that's where my profits come from. So I have utilized that rule. That rule is a pretty good rule. I've seen other people use the 50, 30, 20 rule. I've seen people use other types of rules, but the 45 works for me, only because I'm in the beginning stages of my business. Now, probably when I get further down the road, 50, 30, 20, is gonna kick in.
1: Okay.
0: As things start to change and we start seeing this money increase, praise the Lord. Things start to move and we start to change up how we save our you know our money and how we make our investments. But yes, as a business owner, you definitely have to understand and know that your money is not for you to put in your pocket. Dabbed right. It's for you to put back into your business because you got to pay not to just pay your suppliers and your vendors, but you got supplies, you got to put back and supply stuff, you know? Money don't come off of trees Even though there are money trees out here Money don't fall off the bush You know you got to do manifestations You got to Uh do manifestations You got to pray over your business Every single day or pray once a week Like for me I meet with myself Now don't laugh at me My husband laughs at me And I told him you go kick rocks But I do it for a reason Every first Sunday of the month i have a meeting with myself and the trinity you know who the trinity is right Mm -hmm. okay so i have a meeting with myself and the trinity we all sit around this table right in front of me and i am literally going through and writing down what it is that i need to do for the month this is the sales that i'm having for the month this is what we have done in the different divisions of the brand in this month what did we accomplish last month how many sales did we make last month how many times did we have to do a refund? What can we do to change things for the next month, for the current month that we are in? And I'm doing this with myself and I'm talking to God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit at the same time. So when Uh my husband is looking at me, talking to me, I'm like, hey, I'm having a conversation with Jesus, the Father, and the Holy Ghost, okay? So don't look at me like I'm crazy because this is what I'm doing. And then at the end, I literally pray over my business for the month. And I know that when I do that, It may sound crazy to other people, but this makes sense to me. When I do that, God is blessing me every time I turn around. Oh, yeah. yeah. And blessing me constantly for the month. And he'll tell me, that's not going to work this month. Or you're going to have to put that over to the side for the next month. And I do what he tells me to do. When people give me ideas and they ask me to do something or I need to sell this in my business, I give them this one statement. It pisses people off, but they respect it. And I tell them straight up, If God doesn't approve it, I don't do it. Take it or leave it. I could care less how you feel. If God doesn't approve it, I don't do it. Because God is the one that gave me this business. God is the one that provides the vision for this business. So if he doesn't okay it, it's not going in my business. Not saying that I don't pay attention to it, but if he doesn't think it's a good fit for what Mm -hmm. he wants me to do for him, it's not gonna work. And I've had people get mad with me. I've had customers get, ups- <laughs> get upset with me because of that. But you have to understand and respect it. And so they respect you. You got to understand this business was not created by me. This business was created by him. Mm-hmm. And I have to honor that and I uphold that. Even with this podcast. I mean, yeah, I may curse on here once in a while, but, he you know where i'm he knows where i'm coming from and i have that connection with him i didn't say that he okayed it so y'all out there in the podcast world don't be going out there talking about <laughs> he not okay my curse he i didn't say that because he does not okay my curse. i say it and i repeat yes i do curse once in the blue moon god knows i do because he knows what i'm getting ready to say before i say it yeah but he does not say that it is okay no it ain't okay but when I get caught up in the moment and it goes there, it goes there. Yeah. (laughs) And I'm not gonna say that he knows my heart. No, he knows what I'm gonna say before I say it. And I do after after, after I do everything that I have to do. So yeah, sorry, so sorry. (laughs) Yes, yeah, so you actually did. You answered two of my questions. I was going to ask you, what advice would you give to a young woman thinking about starting her own business, and do you have any advice for women in business? You actually did. Do you have any more gems that you would like to drop for our listeners?
1: Um, I know I learned a lot from my uh, other businesses. Uh, I wouldn't say felt I gave up for Um, I learned definitely a lot about um, business credit and uh um, Profits like you were talking about, setting aside profits for your business and saving and stuff like that. I mean, like, you can go as far as buying your car off of your business, but you just really have to I learn. I yet. did not know that you can, you can take your LLC because, like, I've been trying, like, I keep telling everybody when I get when I, my Mercedes so like that you can take your LLC and purchase a, a, a car <laughs> with your LLC, you know, but you, you know, you have to. Have a sustainable amount of profits build up, you know, and start investing and uh, putting money inside of your business to say, okay, well, okay, well, this business is credible enough for me to loan them this money to get this vehicle and you can use that as a tax write off. I mean, there's so much I've learned, but I researched it, you know, and as far as I got, I, I get disappointed in myself sometimes that I quit because that business I had an LLT, but I haven't went to the extent of doing that yet with Bella Um uh, because I'm still trying to get established before I just go out there because it was so much I had to do to put that business to bed that I want to make sure that everything is where it needs to be before I just step out on that. Day level of faith with this business but right. it's gonna get there. <laughs> By the grace of God it's gonna get there. And you know I'm just gonna keep pushing forward and and I just want to keep uh encouraging people that you run across that be like, well how did you start the business and stuff like that. And a lot of people get into business for the wrong reasons. If you're not gonna put your heart and soul into it because it's gonna take that <laughs> and more yes then maybe running a business isn't for you. I'm not just saying disencouraging you but It's going to take a lot of your time, a lot of your effort, a lot of your energy, a lot of your money (laughs) when you first starting off. And you're not going to see those sales when you first start off. For some people, they are blessed to see that. But for the most case, it's going to be a minute, especially to start really seeing seeing money. It's going to take time and you just have to have patience. And as you said, keep praying over
0: your business, manifesting over your business, and just keep striving for the best. Absolutely, I agree wholeheartedly. Um, I'm just like, well, let me say this to you. Let me say this to you. With your business, mm-hmm. with Bella mm-hmm. you had your first business, and yes, it did extremely well, and then you had to stop. Well, you didn't have to. You stopped on me. You stopped yourself. Yeah. You stopped I'm black. My own self. And you stopped yourself. I'm just going to put it out there. And if I'm wrong, correct me. You stopped yourself because of all the things that were going wrong in your life. Correct? Right. Okay. And you felt like you couldn't do this anymore. You just gave up. But isn't it, isn't it good that we have a God that does not don't give us. Oh, yes. Okay. So if it sound like I'm getting ready to minister to you, that's exactly what I'm getting ready to do. Okay. <laughs> I say that to say this, I know where you, I know how you feel. I know where you've been. I started my business The Faithful Craft this April of 2020. I started my business in the middle of the pandemic. I had the wrong intention. Mm-hmm. When I started that business, I was only in for the money. Because we yeah. less about the people. That business fell through. And I stopped that business on my own. And I remember getting up in September 2020, God woke me up, he said, get up because I need to talk to you. Mm-hmm. And just like that, I heard it clear as And I came into my office area, and about five, 10 minutes later, I was on the floor crying. <laughs> Because I wrote down the questions that he was asking me, and I was answering them. And the biggest thing that he had me to write down was "get rich quick mindset." Uh-huh. Because that was the mindset that I had. Uh-huh. Because that's what I was doing to people. I had to have him to show me this is what I was doing to people. I was actually hurting my customers more than helping. Them. And because of that. He gave me a second chance. Mm -hmm. And he told me, I will give you back everything that you have lost. But you have to let me take control of what it is that I want best for you. Not what you want best for you, but for what I want best for you because I know you better than you know yourself because I created you. And so that's what he did. Koro came to me. He gave that. He named Mm -hmm. my business. And... That business name comes from my middle name and my mother's middle name. Because my mother and I were like two peas in a pod. That's my best friend. And he gave me that name. He told me everything that I needed to do in that business. And that's why my business has escalated to where it is today. Even though I've only been in business for a year and three months, it has still gone further than any business I have ever held in my life. I'm saying that to you because Loren, even though it has started off, I think, what, you're under a year or you made it past the year mark already or two? I'm close to it. I'm, I'm not there yet. I'm like right at eight months. Okay, so you almost at the year point. God gave you that business but he gave it to you under a different name. Yeah. And because of that, he knew that you was hurting, but he also knew what could heal you that doctors could not figure out. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, Bell Loren will grow and become that mega business that you have tried to establish the first time around. And he's telling me to tell you that this time you won't walk away from that business this time you're not going to give up on that business because he has his hand on that business now he gave you that business he gave you the vision and the mission for this business so this time you're not going to say oh I don't want to do it or I want to give up no because now he has given you a business that you have a passion for and sometimes God shows us these things when we are young and oh, yeah. he has this way to bring it back around to us when we come full circle. But the only time we can get it back is when we allow him to take over. Yeah. When we had our other businesses, it was our flesh that took over. We did mm-hmm. what we had to do. Yeah, it's going to make money and all this other stuff. But because our hearts wasn't in it, it didn't go any further. Now that we have given our business to God, we now know what it feels like to actually do the work do the research before the business starts now we know what it feels like to actually go so many months without sales but that doesn't mean that we stop we just push harder and we go you know harder in the paint now we know what it feels like to be an entrepreneur and go through all of these motions of not wanting to deal with business sometimes because that's what god interpreted for us to do as entrepreneurs he never said that it was going to be easy being a business owner his only thing is put me in front of you Mm-hmm. And I can lead you down the path that you are supposed to be on. That's, when he, that's why when people tell us we can't compare our, one, our day one journey to somebody's day's one hundred, it means exactly what it is. And yeah. we have learned how to, sac- you know, how to uh, sac- not sacrifice ourselves, but to um, self-sabotage ourselves. And yeah. we're we becoming business owners to compare ourselves to somebody else's journey. And we are in the beginning stages. We can't do that. And we have learned that. That's why some of us that have failed multiple times at the businesses and now now have successfulness with our business and still seeing that success with our new business, we will continue to push. We will continue to grow. We will continue to move forward. As long as we keep God at the forefront, our business will never fail. We will never fail as business owners. So I'm saying to you, that I know that with this business, Bellerin, I can see it going far. I can see Bellerin being in the mall. I can see Bellerin having its own store. I can see Ren being on the shelves of Walmart and Target and Kohl's and um, all of these different places. I can see all of that because God gave you this business because he knew that beauty is your passion. And when he gives you a passion that um, we have had at a very young age, that we are now doing at a very, you know, when we get older, is because he has given us the wisdom to be able to make the business grow. He gives us the wisdom to know what it is that we need to do to make it as a small business owner. So I'm telling you that I know Bell Lauren is going to see and soar to higher heights. So I hope you received that today. I do, girl. You got me wanting to get up and shot right now. <laughs> That's what i That's what it's... That's what I'm... I'm sitting here
1: rocking. I'm like, oh, she got me running. to up here now.
0: That's what they tell me. That's what they say. They say when I open up my mouth. I'm, I'm, I'm
1: making... I'm big on I'm big on manifesting. i praying over it. So I, 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 I don't know. Maybe God puts us together for a reason. But Lord Jesus, I'm sitting up here like, oh, I Jesus. got <laughs>
0: Crying, (laughs) y'all. That's all right. That's what that's what my podcast is here for. I want you to get comfortable. I want you to understand that you know you're not alone in your business. You're not alone in your personal life. A lot of us women have gone through, and I tell people all the time, you'd be surprised what I've gone through. When I write that book about me, you' are gonna be sitting there saying to yourself, like, Great day. I ain't know she went through all that. Oh yeah, there's Some of that stuff was me doing. Some of that stuff with me doing, a lot of that stuff, God was testing me. And so when I, when I talk to people and I give them that motivation and that inspiration, that's one of the things I love to do besides sing. that's one of the things I love to do. I don't like to just hear myself talk. I like to motivate and inspire people to be their best selves. That's why I believe in the power of self-care. Oh yeah. I mean it. And even when I'm inspiring you or I'm telling you something that God is telling me to tell you, you may not catch it again. That's why Mm -hmm. we always do. That's why I always say what I have to say and I leave it alone. Like uh, Kay Cole from Commerce Paradise, She was on my, um, she was episode eight. She was my prior episode. And she made a statement saying that every time I speak to me, she always has something that God wants me to hear. And when she tells me, she drops it, she leaves it right there with me. And then it's up to me whether I pick up the ball and keep going or not. So, yeah, I just had to say that to you because God was telling me, uh, this is what I need you to tell her. So I love it. I love
1: it. I, you know, I, my mother's, uh she was a minister. She's deceased now. And I, I miss those type of conversations. Cause like you said, your mom was like this. Yeah, I was down. I'm the baby, so I'm playing my mom. That's how I was, <laughs> and she used to manifest and speak to me in that way. So that's why I said it gave me goosebumps, you know, all the time. She just encouraged me to just keep going. Right. And we always
0: need to get it, you know. Yes. From other people. Yes. Definitely, definitely. So I'm I'm glad that you received that message on today, and if that message was also for you, Um, Korobay, send me a message. Let me know how that actually just touched your heart and whatnot. So we are near the end of our episode and Miss Akola, how about you tell me how people can reach you if they wanted to order from you or even follow you? I am on
1: Instagram at bell underscore Lauren underscore cosmetics. And uh, my website is www.bellaraincosmetics.com. We're also on Facebook, Pinterest, Twitter. <laughs> We're on all, all of those social media platforms. So look us up, follow us, shop with us. We'll gladly appreciate your business.
0: Thank you so much for joining me on this episode of Coro is a Crush. I greatly appreciate you coming on here. I feel like you my soulmate. <laughs> for real girl I'm like hold oh, no, on
1: nah shoot we done went through some similar things I'm gonna have to be calling her about her little <laughs> 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 I almost feel like you my spiritual sister that's, just that's, how
0: that's what I'm saying yeah yeah definitely I was cause a lot of things you said earlier I was like is she my twin is that a twin that I'm supposed to have that my, uh, that my mama didn't get a chance to birth you know so <laughs> definitely i thank you so much for yeah. joining me on my episode thank you so I, much.
1: i'm honored it was i had so much fun it was a blessing to uh
0: actually be on your podcast today absolutely so y'all babes y'all know exactly what to do um to get in touch with mr cola edwards from bell loren cosmetics follow her on instagram pinterest twitter and facebook at the name bell b-e-l underscore Lorraine. l-a-r-e-n-n underscore cosmetics check out her website, www.belllorencosmetics.com. Once again, belllorencosmetics.com. She is a wonderful lady. She has an amazing story to share with the people. And I, again, I thank you so much for joining me on my show. And we are so glad to have you. If possible, would you like to come back on for another episode later on in the future? You already know, girl. And I just wanted
1: to add we are actually bringing over to a full cosmetics for april i am dropping my foundation my eyeshadow, my matte lipstick so more is to come on my website
0: that is awesome see how god works i told you god is in the midst of everything and a lot of people don't know it but god is in the midst of everything you know what um like the word said when two or three come together in my name we will rejoice so yes definitely i congratulate. you'll have me on this phone all day <laughs> Congratulations to you. I'm so, so, so happy for you. So thank happy for you, you. Thank you. Yes. So we are near the end of our podcast um, segment. And y'all know what I love to do. Y'all know I got to pray us out of here. Got to pray us out of here because, you know, faith without works is dead. And y'all know I am a firm believer in prayer. So do you mind if I lead us off in prayer? Come on with it okay i ask for everybody that is listening in the podcast world to bow your head as i give um as i pray heavenly father thank you so much for waking us up this morning thank you so much for allowing miss cola edwards to join me on my podcast coro is a crush lord i ask for you to continue to be the bright light that is shining in her world right now lord heavenly father thank you for saving her from her own chronic depression father you so many of us have mental health and yes lord i can attest to that because you delivered me from my manic depression so lord i thank you so much for delivering us together from our depressions. And even though we still may have a small amount of it, we now know how to control it because you stepped into our lives and gave us the spirit of peace. You gave us, uh, you took the stress away from us and decided to give us the love that we are to have as business owners. So Father, I just say thank you so much, continue to keep your hand on Missacola and her business Bella Ring Cosmetics, for it will go far just like you proclaimed just a few minutes ago and continue to pray for the people in ukraine during this war we continue to ask for you to just keep your hands and keep the people on the battlefield continue to wrap your arms around them lord as they are seeking shelter and just let them know that you are still here that you are a god that you are the ultimate god that will always be there for them that you will never leave them nor forsake them in jesus name i pray amen Well, folks, that's the end. Thank you so much for joining me on today. Thank you, Miss Okola, for stopping by on Koro is a Crush. Y'all make sure y'all follow her on her social media platforms and also visit her website, www.BellerinCosmetics.com. Check us out next Wednesday at 12 noon. I will have another special guest on my series, Just Women. I am your girl, Nick Austin, and I'm signing off. Hey, hey, it's Nick Austin here, the host of Koro is a Crush, where we talk about fashion, beauty, and faith while remaining true to ourselves. Every episode, I talk to someone who's trying to make a change for themselves or their community and learn about how they've made big or small improvements in their lives. I'll also chat about what's going on in the world that might be holding us back from being our best selves. If you're interested in becoming a sponsor for the Koro is a Crush podcast, please reach out to Koro Crush Podcast at gmail.com. Check out our new advertising opportunities now available on our website at www.shopkoro.com. Book your ad spot today and let me do the rest. I love to hear from you.